and welcome to another episode of Two Girls, One Brew. I'm Christy. Hi, I'm Kelly. Yes, we have a new voice. Uh, Jamie is out tonight, but Kelly, the fantabulous. What is your, your uh, handle on, on Instagram again? Hopsticles. Hopsticles. Oh. <laughs> Hopsticles on Instagram. Kelly, she's wonderful. Follow her everywhere. Uh, today we are sitting down with Albany from Tank Brewing down in Miami, but they do have salespeople up in Orlando. So uh, Albany and I actually met out of weirdness that we I happened to be at Total Wine while you were doing sample pours, and we got to talking about women in brewing, not just brewing per se, just being brewers, but also being in the brewing industry, and she actually returned my name. So... <laughs> fun so tell how did you get into the the beer sales industry and especially with tank brewing yeah um so i guess it goes back to when i started bartending for the first time um i started young probably like 19 just trying to find like an easy way to make money yeah. while i was going to school um dropped out of school at one point because i was so indecisive of what i wanted to do with life it's very tough to pick that at, yeah like you know 19, 19 years yeah. old so, um, you know, started bartending. I bartended at this really awesome bar in uh, Miami called Sports Grill. Best wings, uh, hands down. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. but uh, we had like a really awesome beer program. We had uh, our beer manager who would just rotate them, who would try new beers from everywhere. Yeah. Um, and that's where I really got to know like what an IPA was, what's a blonde ale, what's the difference, what is hops, like you know why are malts roasted you know like that sort of thing that like you know very basic very, uh, basic knowledge um, but it was super cool and I just kept wanting to learn more about it and then I met the Lagunitas rep for like South Florida territory at my bar while I was bartending um, we hit it off he was super nice super awesome and then he kind of offered me it was like a very entry-level position uh, with the company they called them uh, mercenary program so it's, a, it's essentially... Wow, yeah. I'm a beer mercenary. <laughs> yeah, that was literally your title, like wow. on your paycheck. It was called Mercenary. Love and that. it was just a very, um, very entry-level way of getting into like the beer industry. So essentially what we did was we just worked events. Mm -hmm. So for example, like beer festivals, right? We would have, let's say it was a sales rep that was in charge of it. Uh, I would be the mercenary to come in and just help him out, you know, uh, serve beer, talk to people about beer, um, help set up the tent, help, uh, you know, with like design, like the table. And it was just like a fun little side job that I had. Um, and you got to work for beer, like, so like the environment was like just super fun. Like you before know, there was social media, I think those were just brand ambassadors yeah. or like a street exactly. team. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. God, street teams, yes. yeah. yeah. So you would just be the people that would uh, work events and speak directly to consumers. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, it was very part-time, so they would just ask you like, what beer, what events can you work at? I was like, oh, work that one, I'll work that one, and then it's up to you what you want to do. Um, but from there, I met like my current boss, I made um, other connections with people in the beer industry. And then, you know, I kept bartending and still working with Lagunitas part-time. Um, and then uh, the our my current boss from Tank, he reached out to me regarding an open position in Orlando. And I, he knew I had just moved, so he was like, hey, if you're interested, I know you work really hard. I've seen the way you work with people as a mercenary. Like, if this is something that you're interested in, like, you know, like, reach out. And I killed the interview. Obviously. Nice. I thought I bummed it, so. <laughs> But I was like, I'm not getting this job. But he <laughs> apparently the it did really good. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, we I took a chance on the company, they took a chance on me, and a year later, here I am. And it's been like an amazing, really cool decision. Did Lagunitas open on in South Florida? They opened like, so Lagunitas is owned by Heineken. Okay. Um, so Heineken opened like a, yeah. <laughs> Heineken opened like this local brewery in Miami called La Tropical, okay. which just means the tropical. tropical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is so it's like the same owners of Lagunitas, but it's not really like a Lagunitas. Like they don't have any other beer or anything. It's their mm. own beer. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But they didn't really open anything like that in South Florida. Okay. Or not yet. All right. <laughs> so I was reading yeah. a little bit about Tank Brewing because uh, we I did try the beers and they were very good at the awesome. at tasting. Which ones um, did uh, you try? Our three. We have a lot, so I, had the, I just wanted to know which one you had. The main one that you gave me was the. Uh, oh, oh, oh. We have an amber uh, called Freedom Tower. Oh, that I was had one. That. Oh, I think okay. it was awesome. That. Awesome. That I think is, it was Freedom Tower. Yeah. That's at um. Uh, tin Roof. And Total Wine. I had it. Tin Roof. Yes. I okay. had a Tin Roof first. Awesome. Um, we also had La Playita Pilsner, mm-hmm. which is our other staple beer, and then we have one more which is called Loca. Um, it's a tropical blonde ale. My favorite thing about it is that even though it is low calorie and low carbs, it's still really flavorful. You still nice. taste the hops from it. We don't put any fruit in it. It's still very much. It doesn't uh, taste watered down or anything. It's a tropical blonde yeah. with no fruit in it. With no fruit in it. Amazing. So it all comes from the hops that we use. Um, I believe, I don't know as much as bring as you guys, right? The business <laughs> I'm side. I'm gonna just yeah. guess citras in there. Um, citra hops, I think <laughs> blanc hops too is okay. what we use. Um, and of course other hops, but I think that's the main one. <laughs> I'm gonna assume and say it's a safe bet. <laughs> so now what what is it about tank brewing that you know it's it's hard to promote something you don't love and believe in. So what is it that you love the most about tank brewing? Yeah, um, what I love the most about it is that well moving to Orlando I wasn't working for the tank yet. Um, so I got this opportunity to represent my hometown mm-hmm. in my new current town where I live. So what I love about Tank is that it really does speak the Miami culture. Mm-hmm. We have La Playita, just means little beach. It literally represents our beautiful Miami Beach coastline. The artwork that we have on it, to me, I love it. It's like simplistic, but pretty, but... And then we work with local artists, so mm-hmm. it gives it that Miami touch without being Like the forced. Wynwood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just something different. And then I love the story of Freedom Tower. So Freedom Tower itself, is located in downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been there for years. Its main purpose was during the Cuban Revolution. It served as like a hospital, like a shelter, a refuge. Um, yeah, a refuge shelter um, for like Cuban immigrants escaping mm-hmm. during that time. Like it was, you know, very tragic. Yeah. And Miami is built out of that. Like about it's mainly you know Cuban culture, but then you have a mixing pot of everybody uh, else, Puerto Rican, the Colombians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But little course, Haiti as well? Yes, Little Haiti, Little Havana. Um, so to this day, it still just symbolizes like, you know, freedom, opportunity, the reason why people fight so hard to come into this country and then once they're here, they're, they work their ass off to give a better life, not just to themselves, but to their kids. And you know, like it's, it's beautiful. It's a so beautiful it's, story. It's beer with a message. It's beer with a message, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then Loka, uh, we created, it has like a beautiful paddleboard on it. Um, we created to symbolize like a healthier lifestyle. Um, in the beer industry, you could get tied up into a very unhealthy lifestyle. You know, whatever it is, whether it's nutrition, whether it's uh, dehydration, lack of sleep, um, yeah. poisoning your mind with other people that aren't 
that great maybe right. um so we made loca for that and then it's to represent like all the beach cleanups that we do too you know especially like a city that of miami that produces so much waste mm -hmm. um you see it on the beach so we made that to you know give more of an awareness to that to keep our beaches clean what type of beer was loca i'm sorry it's a blonde ale the tropical blonde that was a tropical blonde ale with no fruit <laughs> Very good. But no fruit. Yes. No fruit. Exactly. Love that. <laughs> Little asterisks on there. Yeah. So I just like, and it's also an independently owned company. So, mm -hmm. you know, our founder, Carlos, he's very giving. Um, he cares about the people that work for him over the money. So, you know, he believes in us and it makes us, you know, work hard for somebody that believes back in you. So. Now, we were talking and you were saying that there's a really strong female presence in the business side of, of Tank. So, yeah. like, uh, like what what levels are there all over it? So, um, part of the sales team, half of our sales team, it's me and our South Florida rep, Amanda. Um, we have been here the longest mm -hmm. uh, since this new team started back, like, last year. Um, Tank turned a new page. They reinvested back into the business. Um, new leadership, new marketing, mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of like a new breath of fresh air for the company mm -hmm. to really grow. Um, so we came in, uh, we're, we both come from the hospitality side. Uh, so Amanda used to manage a bar down there called Kush. Uh, really, really popular for just craft beer. Amazing, super cool place. It's a staple in Miami. Mm -hmm. So, and she loves beer. So her way of, uh, she brings a very artistical, visual side to this, mm -hmm. where I feel like I'm her complete opposite. I am a more analytical numbers person. <laughs> So she always says all the time, we're yin and yang, because we, I provide like the, what is it, like the left side of the brain versus the right yeah, side of the brain? Yeah. That's kind of like how we are. Okay. So we lead this team in, um, you know, just experience, leadership, what we want to do, the vision with what we're doing now, where we want to see this brand grow, mm -hmm. how we personally want to grow with it. Um, and it's, it's really nice. And of course, her and I face also the same hardships being to women in this industry that's dominated by men yeah so what is the most ridiculous thing that someone has said to you that not knowing <laughs> the fact that you are as invested in the beer community as you are um i don't know if there's a specific thing that anybody has really said but um you know i encountered it all the time as as the she it's always like they never really believe that you know as much as you do mm. they just and especially when you're coming into not just talk about beer, but try to sell it. Like mm -hmm. in the, so now you're talking about beer knowledge and business knowledge. Yeah. So a lot of times like they won't take you seriously or you know, they'll try to educate you back on things. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. I like, actually recently. They're like, oh, do you actually know what this is? And you're like, yeah, I do. I mean, I kind of do this for a living, really. I kind of have to know. <laughs> what's, the, it's, what's the new beer place in Sanford? These, these bros? These bros. Uh, my male friend got there first, and he's like, oh, I don't really know much about beer. I'm just going to get a flight and try a lot. So then when I got there, he goes, oh, let me guess. You don't know a lot about beer either. And I'm like, I'm wearing my Brewer's Guild shirt. Like, <laughs> sit down, son. Like, I'll, let me tell you about your beers. I hadn't even been there yet. I'm just oh, like, boy. my first time there. But I'm just like, but no, we had a good back and forth. So once he did, we did actually get to talk about beer and how the actual ingredients in it versus this one tastes sweet and this one is a beer, you know? So, <laughs> yes. that, was, that was pretty funny though. When he was like, oh, let me guess, you don't know anything about beer. And I was like, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's a couple of questions that we ask pretty much everybody. 
If you were stranded oh, <laughs> on a desert island, now you will be rescued in three days, so it's okay. not like lost. Okay. I like to just make sure you I put that out there. Days. You All have right. three days. Right. You can have one beer. One brand style, uh, like you, the like you're stuck on this island and all you get is that beer. What is it? I feel like this answer for me has changed over the years and will probably change as. But if you're stuck on that beer on that like island right now, now yeah, right, right now, now, right now, <laughs> right now, I don't want to be, you know, like, oh, man, what's that word? When you're in favor of something? Biased. Uh, yeah, okay, thank you. I don't want to be biased, but Loka, honestly, to me, is my favorite beer. I that's, I don't drink much at home. Yeah. I like to save my drinking for like the social aspect. Uh -huh. um, so, but if I am drinking at home, like, I'll drink that one. That's a staple in your fridge. Yes, staple in my fridge. Um, and then I would say like my safest like beer that I enjoy, which isn't even craft beer, but it's just like something I just find everywhere, Corona. No. <laughs> no! 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 We're gonna pause here, delete that. No. As I was studying, like I said, for my CBS, and I'm learning about off flavors. Oh man, okay, let me hear it. Alright, please, please educate me. Is first, it's one of those, uh, it, it's one of those beers that has a lot of fillers in it to begin with. They put it in a clear bottle. Do you know what the only thing that covers up the, the off taste of uh, oxidized beer? Uh, uh, sorry, not oxidized, but a, a beer that's been um, in the sunlight too long. Do you know what like, the only thing that can cover that smell, that taste is? Uh, temperature? I'll give you, no, I'll give you one guess what, <laughs> besides temperature. What what will change the taste of, to cover the, cover to mask the taste of a, of a bad beer? Oh man, I don't, I don't know. Oh, a lime! A lime! Oh, Isn't shit. that clever advertising? Okay. We're gonna put this not so great beer in a clear bottle. Please drink it out in the sun. <laughs> with but a, make with sure, a lime. don't with drink it without that lime. Oh my god, I'm not. Wow, I never I'm, thought about that. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I never would have thought about it in that way. Nobody's ever mentioned that to me. Yeah. So you if know? we're gonna go with uh, our cervezas, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Dos Equis. Okay. Or Modelo. Okay, cool. So, cool. Kelly, since since this is your first time on the, uh -oh. the official show, uh -huh. what is your desert island beer? I was trying to think <laughs> of that the whole time. Oh. Um, I hope it's as shitty as mine. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yours was loca. It's fine. Yeah, yours was I know loca. That I, said Corona, I, hear, I, I hear it's a really great beer. That's your backup. Corona's your backup. That's true. Um, so, I'm sure there's a bajillion. I've hashtag pool beers and stuff. Um, but I would probably, off the top of my head, say ZFG from Hidden Springs. That's just a really light IPA that goes well with like everything. You could just—it's very versatile. You can have like any meal. I feel mm -hmm. like it's cool. okay. standalone beer. Nice. Second question: <laughs> What do you feel right now is the most overrated style? Uh, One that you'll be glad when it, the trend is past and it's gone. See, I, I feel like, hmm, okay, because I'm, I'm thinking about it in a business aspect versus, that's just how I'm trained to think, because yeah. like, I, I just do sales, so I think probably like hazy IPAs, I love hazy IPAs, don't get me wrong, like li that's literally what that's I'm doing right, right now, I love hazies, I think they're delicious, but I am um, just like, they just fill up so much. Like everywhere you go, it's like just all hazies and all hazies. And it's like, give me something different, you know? Like, 
or like uh, smoothie sours. Oh, how dare you! That, that's just <laughs> that's literally what I'm I drinking. Know, I know. That's why I was like, man, I'm gonna piss you off. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep pissing you off. All <laughs> oh no, it's okay. Um, but they're you know they're just everywhere. But I started drinking this because I got sick of I got si- I had too many hazies over the summer. Okay, and I was so like, you're yeah. like one yeah, step ahead. I'm, cy- I'm cycling. I'm cycling. <laughs> I'm cycling through. Yeah. Through. Yeah. So that's just, you know, something that's like, that's what everybody wants. So that's what everybody asks for. And that's what everyone's, I just like variety, you know, in, in trends or in things. Like I like to see like many different beers doing well, mm-hmm. I guess, you know. So to just have the focus on one, I'm just like, all right, guys, let's get over like how awesome they are. <laughs> I think for me, it might even be like everyone's trying to hit those high ABVs. Like, yeah. I'm here, I want to try more than one beer, so I want to have more than one. I'm small, I'm small, <laughs> with an O, so, uh, small. I am small. Um, I think that's probably one of my pet peeves. Like, when I go to Dead Words, all of their beers are great, but they're all, like, seven and up. They like, are. So you want to see more, like, lighter alcohol, easy drinking? Maybe we can do, like, lunch menus, too, like, day drinking, like, the lighter ABVs. <laughs> Here's your list of all-day drinkers. My, True, my, okay. uh, mine is similar because I am done with bourbon barrel. Yeah. I am done. If I want to drink barley, a bourbon, uh, I'll drink a fucking bourbon. I, 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 if I want to drink a bourbon, I will drink a fucking bourbon. That's it. I, I don't want it to. Love a good old fashioned. I, <laughs> I don't want my beer to taste like that. Especially because when you get a beer, you're committing to a lot more than what you do with a bourbon. And you're getting a lot more. Just, I, yeah. And you don't remember that you started it, and then you get to the bottom, and you're like, oh, I'm almost <laughs> done. Yeah, that's um, true. Do you guys, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, do you consider seltzers part of the beer industry? No, it, they have to be now. Yeah. A yeah. lot of breweries are, like, even half, I dare say my favorite seltzers as a non-seltzer drinker come from here, actually. Mm-hmm. Half Barrel does seltzers well. But okay. they have good mouthfeel, good body. It's not like I'm drinking carbonated water. Um, I think the ones that concentrate on flavor are good. The ones that go just for cheap and easy bubbles and a little bit of like flavor at the end. Like what? Like 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 uh, high noons or like white claw? I don't like white claw. <laughs> I don't like White Claw. I actually, so I got to take place, I got to try, uh, do a tasting. I got paid to do a tasting of different, there's uh-huh. Funky Buddha Truly White Claws. Uh-huh. Okay. Funky Buddha had the best ones of the group, but they yeah. actually were like, again, they're a brewery making yeah. a seltzer. Right. And they were combining flavors like a cherry lime versus just a cherry. Like, they, they I think, I think the breweries that take chances on seltzers, let, like, they're trying to elevate a seltzer. Okay. Instead gotcha. of just okay. mass producing shit they think people will buy. Yeah. That, I have no place for. And, and I do have, I have dear friends who absolutely love Truly. Love Truly. And yeah. I'm like, They, like, swear by it, yeah. I'm like, I, I could go and get a bubbly and put some vodka in it. Then I would be fine. Apparently they have, like, a lemonade-based series, Truly. And my friend drinks those. So I'm like, let me get this straight. On top of your heartburn, you want to add acid. Let me talk about this for a second. Oh, God. I do like those high noons. Those are the vodka ones, right? I've never had Supposedly, yeah. Most of the seltzers are vodka-based because yeah. they're, they're watered down. Yeah. But, I mean, it's put out by... That's, that's how they market themselves is that they're vodka-based. Yeah. And now everyone's doing it. 
gin based, tequila based. Now it's going back to liquor based. And then it's going, it's going far away from where. Like I made a for pints and paws, I made a salsa because it's going to be hot as hell, and. It, you want something? I'm making a mango yeah. seltzer. Yeah. Because that'll be nice and refreshing for people walking through the heat. Absolutely. And as they go to all the breweries, they're gonna get their their porters and their stouts, and or they'll get their pilsners and their their IPAs. And this is just kind of like a here's a nice light something you can have to cool off. <laughs> but it still has alcohol. Good. I'd rather have a shandy. Yeah. <laughs> or a Rattler. <laughs> There's probably going to be a couple of them there. Unless it's made with Pat Barrel. They might be there too. I don't know. If you come to, well, you're not, you had a bottle share that day. But if you were going to come to. It's very tempting. Don't, don't, don't count me out yet. I will save a mango seltzer for you. Hopefully, hopefully it won't suck. I'm hoping you're, this is my first seltzer. So I'm hoping that I do not screw it up. I get you. Yeah. But I am letting it sit for two weeks. So it gets to 7%. Um, so. Perfect. Because then you won't give a shit about the flavor. You'll be like, oh, this is great. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> the carbonation, though. It'll get into that bloodstream real fast. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's sitting in my office right now because it's one thing that has to ferment at room temperature or a little bit more. So it's sitting in the hottest room. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it in a little koozie. It's little. It's little beer cover, and then there's a heating pad underneath it, oh making God. sure it's right at 82. Oh my God! Right where it needs to be. I can't wait to homebrew again now that I have a beer fridge because I'm just gonna stick that sucker in the beer fridge and let it ferment. Oh yeah, that was the best thing. Now, beer. How how did you how do you feel about beer? Like now, because you've been in in various. You've been a bartender. Yeah. And what attracted you to beer instead of liquor sales? Um, I think it was the growth of beer that I got to experience. Like, um, I remember drinking like Space Dust, you know, before it was in gas stations and stuff like that. It's too much for me. It's too much. <laughs> I'm just gonna judge every beer I call out. I used to. <laughs> Maybe. Every single beer you're gonna be like, no. I'm your devil's advocate. That's totally cool. No, because I do want to hear like you know the other side to it. I used to be hashtag no IPAs like I used okay. to hate IPAs and then I figured out what I do and don't like and space dust is just on the wrong side of the spectrum it's too west coast for me gotcha gotcha too bitter penny resiny yeah um so yeah so being attracted to beer just the and of course how many breweries were you know mm -hmm. start popping up and local breweries and um seeing new beers all the time just how much there is um, especially here in Florida, we're so spoiled to have so much local beer from all over the state, like all the way down to Key West to, you know, like the state line, like it's, you can go any city, you can go anywhere and find a brewery, find a local brewery. And that's so impressive that so many people are um, getting into it and evolutionizing it, you know, into something that we just keep pushing its boundaries and pushing and pushing. Um, to the point where we have all these crazy beers now and who knows where we'll be five years from now what the new uh trend is going to be what ingredients are popular like you know like seltzers maybe what's the next thing now yeah you know it's super cool to just witness it hopefully slushies will die <laughs> yeah I, are you taking a hit at 450 on that one or do you mean physically frozen beers no i'm talking no i'm talking uh, <laughs> 
The ones that you have to turn over in the can before you can pour them. That you gotta roll the can? You gotta I, roll the can. You gotta like pet I, you, gotta, you gotta like pet your I, can you before you pour it. I do that with all my fruited sours <laughs> just <well>. in case. <laughs> I've, had the, I've had several of them explode on me at this point, so I roll them every time. <laughs> <laughs> While we were talking about, like, in your sales job, and you're, you're talking to all these different breweries, what is the thing that you have found that that has really, because we were kind of talking beforehand about the different kinds of community that the beer community is. Yeah. And especially one thing that we've really found is that females in the beer community are welcoming and just, like, you want to enjoy it, and there's a passion there that I don't think anybody's really seen. This is just the tip of the iceberg. The more female brewers and females in the industry, as a result or in in opposition to what has happened in the past, okay. what is the thing that has impressed you the most or, or really stru- struck you the most about dealing with other females in the industry? Um, I think like what you said, like they're usually very welcoming, um, they're very helpful. Um, I feel I'm in this industry very young, uh, especially being in the aspect of it, I usually find myself to be the youngest person in the room all the time or like the least experience or like I don't know seen as like I said before somebody that's not taken very seriously um but for the most part you know the women community in this like they they almost kind of want to lead you you know like they did it so they're almost like hey follow me like I'll I'll take care of you like stay away from those men come on I feel like (laughs) Girl, women in the brewing industry want to give other women the opportunity they didn't yes. have. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Or at least make it easier for them, you know. Um, maybe they did it on their own or they had to endure so many hardships and roadblocks and all that stuff that they've broken those down mm-hmm. and that they kind of want to be like, hey, this is what I did. Like, let me help you out too. So yeah. it could be easier for everybody that comes along, the next generation, the next generation, and opening doors, more doors for all women. Yeah which is amazing and it's really cool because we definitely do need more representation yeah um and you do see it a little bit more you know like uh from when i first started ever in the beer industry like it's i would say it's still kind of like a boys club but at least you still you know you have more of women that you can connect with definitely in the last three years i want to say more women have come forward and be like hey i i'm sitting in the same like hot room as you making the same beer I'm doing it right by your side but I'm not on the posters I'm not like taking right like, yeah. but you know right. I think now women have their voice in beer and I think it's really cool yeah I think the the breweries that will move forward to the next level are going to be the ones that acknowledge the fact that they might be missing something and they reach out and they include more yes. I, I mean that a lot of the breweries that were singled out because they are doing the wrong thing and they are on the wrong side of history yeah. are dinosaurs and they will go away because yes. they're not listening to the fact that everybody's there are a lot, a lot of women that know a lot more than the male brewers do Absolutely. and there's a passion that I think that female brewers have that sometimes the male brewers don't have right? or that they don't listen to um, so it'll be I'm excited. I'm so glad we finally got to sit yeah, down and talk. Absolutely. Thank you and for the opportunity. Absolutely, way. because super we, cool concept. We, um, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> and and definitely, we'll we'll definitely. I I will see you at Pints for Pause. Yes. Uh, because they will be serving. Tank Brewing will be serving. 
in Sanford. In Sanford. In Sanford yes. Next we'll be week. serving all our core beers. Awesome. So if you have not gotten your tickets, you better get tickets because it all does go to uh, Pet Rescue and, uh, and there will be a lot of petable dogs, mine included. Um, as well as my beer club is going to be serving. I will have my mango seltzer uh, and some other shit. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it's a surprise. <laughs> it's a surprise. I haven't figured out which of my beers I'm taking yet. So, uh, But check it out. Also, check out Hopsicles on Instagram. And check out Tank Brewing. Uh, their website is really great and navigable, and, and I could find out all about the history of the, the brewery and all the beers. And, and it's a little taste of Miami right up here. And where can they find uh, Tank Brewing? In Orlando. In Orlando. Um, so definitely, we've been working really hard since we're a local independently, independently owned company. We also want to work with local companies as well. So uh, local bars, local restaurants, um, Total Wine, Whole Foods. Uh, we just started working with ABC. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course, like your local liquor store, um, ask for them, you know, yep. like um, I've had a lot of help from people in the community that will ask their local store, be like, hey, can you bring this in? And it helps everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like I said, uh, one of the things that I definitely live by, especially in the female brewing community is rising tides float all boats. We can only support each other and there's too much wasted energy on breaking any, anybody down. Just freaking beer, beer is so wonderful of a of a culture. Yeah, and, and, and beer is a culture in general, um, but it's such a community of support, and those that don't support can kick it to the curb. Nice. Um, so <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, Albany, and uh, as always, ladies, don't, don't fear, fear the, the beer. beer. <laughs>